Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson, and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Hey, if you want to watch on the Internet, go to Facebook or YouTube and type in Today's Issues. We do live video stream our show, so if you want to check that out, and on our Facebook page, we also post the uh, stories that we discuss here. Steve? Sir? Uh, is there any uh, news from the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh Case in the, the jury is back for a third day of deliberation so far. Uh, they have uh, not reached a verdict, at least uh, not to uh, in the last hour, 10 minutes or so. Um, the issue they're fighting over right now, well, they're not fighting. They're discussing a video, which was a drone video, which the, the defense had, uh, the prosecution had in its possession. And it's supposed to share all its it's evidence with the other side. You have right. to full disclosure. And they shared a, uh, a copy of the video from the drone, but it was a much less clear copy of more less pixels. And uh, so they're wrangling with the judge and the defense and the prosecution. They're all wrangling over that. But so far, no decision. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> next story. Well, uh <laughs> Let's uh, let's step back here for a second and, and take a look at what's been going on with our uh, president and the oil and gas industry, shall we? Because um, we've seen a lot of attacks. The first day in office, President Biden shut down an oil pipeline, shut off a whole bunch of gas leases, and uh, the price of oil started. The price of gas started going up. Well, just yesterday. President Biden attacked oil companies who demanded an investigation to find out why oil is, why the price of gas is rising. Can't figure it out. Do we have audio from that? Uh, no, he didn't. He, he wrote it down. That's why you were raising, you were doing the dramatic, that's, that's uh, right. <laughs> uh, for, for drama purposes, uh, interpretation. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what President Biden did, if you didn't hear yesterday, he's, he's wanting an investigation. <laughs> It, it is laugh out loud. Come on. He's he's demanding an investigation of the oil companies by the by the Federal Trade Commission. Is that who he wants to sick on them? Uh, he's actually looking for, yes, the Federal Trade All Commission. All right. They, why gas prices are going up when he's the one cutting off all the, all the pipelines? Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's economics 101, Mr. President. Yeah. Supply and demand. Supply goes down because of your decisions. Demand still remains high, therefore drives up prices. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but it's not funny because we're all experiencing. The, the part that's not funny is we're all experiencing uh, gasoline prices that have gone up by 30, 40, in some cases higher than that percent, maybe some cases 100 percent in some parts of the country, California. I saw some pictures. California, I think regular gas, not even the premium, regular is like five fifty a gallon. In some places, I tell you what, that'll cause a lot of exercising right Boy, there. No huh? yeah, that'll that'll increase your uh, your your bike purchases. <laughs> you, you know, you, you know what? Uh, he these 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 Democrats, a lot of them, they just they participate in uh, 
constant gaslighting. Yeah. In other words, uh, Biden is uh, Biden and his team are going. You know, uh, we've cut all these. Uh, we're 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 at war with the oil and gas industry, fossil fuels. We Democrats because we believe that they're causing the planet to burn up. So uh, gas prices are going up, but how do we try to trick the American people into believing this is the fault of the gas and oil companies uh, and not us? I tell you what, let's tell the let's tell the tell the American folks in a press conference that we're we're going to get to the bottom of this by by uh, with the Federal Trade Commission to see if the uh, all companies are gouging the American people. Let's do that, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's going on here. That's what I mean by gaslighting. Gaslighting is defined as trying to hoodwink or trying to fool people. Uh, the battered wife syndrome, some people call it, where you try to make the victim think that they're responsible for the problem. Well, it's also, you can add to that, uh, the Attorney General of the United States referring to parents concerned about curriculum as domestic terrorists. I mean, this just goes on and on. I know. Jen Psaki, uh, without mentioning the name, Kyle Ritten, uh, uh, Rittenham. You, Kyle Rittenhouse? Yes. Uh, oh, he is a white supremacist. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's just one thing after another yeah. with these people. But uh, the, in this case, maybe sometimes you can fool some of the people some of the time on issues. Um, but in this case, everybody in the country knows well, maybe there's one or two. I'm thinking of AOC, maybe, maybe one or two others, but even probably she knows that uh, this is the, and she wouldn't care. Her side wouldn't care that it's a result of Biden being at war with the oil and gas industry, the fossil fuel industry, the the not the fossil fuel industry, but the fuels that come from. Well, yeah, I guess I got it right there. Anyway, oil and gas companies. But that wouldn't surprise me if Biden doesn't get on the phone today with the OPEC and the Saudis saying, hey, you got to pump more oil to get gas prices down. Oh, he's been doing that. Yeah. Remember last week he went to OPEC. Please. He's gone to Russia. Russia, please. Somebody said, is this true? Somebody said I was reading we're going to have Russian oil tankers (laughs) coming to New York and Boston and so forth. Uh, I don't. I don't. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. Because we're buying, we're going to buy, buy oil from Russia. Is that we've asked Russia to pump more oil for the world market? That was two weeks ago. For, for, not necessarily because we're buying it, but so that the world price right. of uh, of oil will come down. Gotcha. Yeah, but just today, actually, <laughs> President uh, Biden, for the first time in his presidency, is putting up a, a rack of lamb uh, land. So a whole track of land He's in the Gulf. Grilling? He's grilling on the <laughs> South Lawn? No. He is uh, putting up for auction oil leases in the uh, Gulf. He actually did that yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Uh, less than a week after coming back from the Glasgow Climate Summit, he calls for a selling of leases for uh, drilling oil in the Gulf. Was he bipolar? Try, try to put that together. <laughs> I can't. No. Uh, I, I, the environmental uh, crowd must be really upset with him yeah. today. Goes to Glasgow, fossil fuels are killing our climate. We've got to cut back. Right. He comes home. That's when he went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he comes home, and what they did yesterday was sell leases in the Gulf for mm, more drilling. I don't know. Yeah. 
My sources tell me the next investigation is going to be why farmers are so lazy not producing crops all winter. So, oh, the Biden administration? Yes, that's, yes. The, that's their next. <laughs> all right, go, Chris, uh, Steve. All right. Uh, well, we have the, the whole Russia collusion fake story, news story is falling apart as we sit here. Um, it, it's kind of started, the falling apart part started when Igor Danchenko uh, was indicted and he is believed to be the source, the who was believed to be the source for the dossier. He's the one that made up all that stuff in the Steele dossier. Well, now they're finding out it's all made up. And so, well, most of the outlets are now just kind of ignoring it. But the Washington Post at least has the dignity to go ahead and correct the reporting that it did. It has corrected more than a dozen. It has corrected 14 different articles that it wrote saying that there was collusion between Trump and Russia. And I'll read you what their, their disclaimer is. They say, an earlier version of this story published, and then they give the date, referred to previous reporting in the Washington Post that, uh, in this case, it was Belarus-American businessman Sergei Milan had been a source of information for the dossier of unverified allegations against Donald Trump in November of 21. The Post removed that material from the original 2017 story after the account was contradicted by allegations in a federal indictment and have undermined further reporting. References to the initial reports have been removed from the piece. We can no longer trust the sources. Oh, well, let's just give the Washington Post a hand. Fred, let's clap their bit. Honesty, integrity. Coming yeah. to the floor there. Yeah. You know what? We all know what's going on here, and we all know what we all, what we do. So a lot of Americans didn't know what was going on because they were tricked and hoodwinked. And what happened was um, this uh, story about Russian collusion was based on a book uh, on a, a dossier, which is, I guess, a collection of papers and information that the Clinton campaign paid for. This is all, this is all oh, oh, well-known, open. The Clinton campaign paid for it. They, uh, then, then the FBI used it <clears throat> to, uh, even though they knew it was, it was, it was bogus. They used it to spy on the Trump campaign, right? Mm-hmm. T- y'all tell me where I got this wrong. Just following the story. And the Democrat, the uh, liberal media, went with the story. It was uncorroborated. It wasn't true, uh, and they just went with it anyway as fact, basically because they hated Donald Trump and wanted to see his presidency harmed uh, or destroyed. So now the facts are coming out because John Durham, the U.S. attorney, is and uh, in, he's indicted two people. I guess the grand jury has, right, Mm -hmm. under his uh, counsel. They've indicted two of the key players in providing that uh, Clinton-funded false information that was used. And Durham, under, under, I mean, these people, these two guys here, I can't pronounce their names, uh, but anyway, they're basically being charged with lying to the FBI. Mm -hmm. So... The media now, they're not going to go back, many in the media. They're not going to go. Washington Post did, I guess. But the Washington Post, if I got it, did they, did they have a, a new article saying what, what happened here? No. Or did they just go back on their Internet web pages and uh, 
change some things. That's what they did. Oh, uh, that's 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 a bunch of malarkey to borrow from Biden. He's good. It's at more that. than the New York Times did. The, I know. To my knowledge. They, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, these these uh, left wing news outlets. They hate Trump. They hate conservatives. And if that's why they're doing this, uh, that's why they're doing this Kyle Rittenhouse story up in Wisconsin, hmm. the way they are. It's all about a left wing narrative. And if it doesn't fit the left wing narrative, they don't care about the facts. It's basically Jesse Smollett. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter that it really never happened. It's that uh, it fits the stereotype. It could happen. And so uh, it does happen in other places, you know, where men, two, two men in MAGA hats uh, in the in the middle of the uh, January in Chicago are out at 2 a.m. waiting on Jesse Smollett to go to Subway so yeah. they can attack him. That That is a reasonable thing, <laughs> isn't it, to believe? Why wouldn't you not believe Jesse Smollett on this? Anyway, this is the kind of thing that's going on here, and uh, it happened with this story. Well, former editor Barry Weiss of the New York Times is calling out the media for their reporting on the Kyle Rittenhouse case, actually. She's saying uh, if you were watching the mainstream media, you would have thought that Kyle Rittenhouse was a 17-year-old racist vigilante. You thought he drove across state lines to with an illegally acquired semi-automatic, uh, semi-automatic rifle to a town which he had no connection. He went there because Black Lives Matter was there. He was going there to pick a fight. Well, unless you're a regular reader, she writes, of independent reporting, you would have been uh, served a pack of lies about what was happening during those terrible days in Kenosha. You would have been shocked over the past two weeks as the trial unfolded in Wisconsin that every core claim that the media made was undermined by evidence. It, yeah, like I said, this is they have a narrative they want to go by white White males in particular are, in their mind, uh, devils, even though they don't believe in devils. <laughs> but and so we uh, we got to project it, like especially mm-hmm. if they uh, maybe were a Trump supporter. Yeah. yeah. Then we got to make them guilty before they even have a trial. It's not only the mainstream media; it's the White House. It's oh yeah, Jen, it's Jen yeah. Psaki. Yeah. Who is refer- who but, framed all of this as as racist? Biden called or at least presented Kyle Rittenhouse a year ago or so during the campaign, mm-hmm. uh, a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Correct. There was no, yeah. ev- there's still no evidence. If you want to say he's shouldn't have been doing what he's doing or whatever, but yeah. to call him a white supremacist, yeah. there was no, there's no evidence that the uh, three men that he shot right. were, were all white. He's white. Yeah. I don't, so where does this idea that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, Biden just makes that up? Yep. And they ju- the reason they do that is they're trying to pander to black folks to vote for them back in the election. And so what, what Biden's saying is, hey, here's this, uh, here's this white Trump supporter with his gun. He did, by the way, they didn't even know if he was a Trump supporter as far as I know. There was a, so they just make stuff up mm-hmm. about Kyle Rittenhouse mm-hmm. and try to fit it fit into, into the, the narrative. Na- fit into the narrative. Yeah. Whether it's true or not doesn't matter. Uh, Jen Psaki, the spokesperson for uh, Biden, was asked about this, and uh, she didn't answer it. Basically, Peter Ducey asked her about it. Right? You remember well, that? But she just she just spun it into, you know, she didn't mention his name, Kyle Rittenhouse, but you know, called him a vigilante. Vigilante. The whole line. 
you know, going back to the Biden's <clears throat> comment a, a year ago on the campaign trailer, more than a year ago, he had to work in Charlottesville into that. That was just the pounding right. away again yeah. and again. Which Charlottesville? Well, he was li- he lied about Charlottesville he too. Lied Biden. about that just, too. Just blatantly. Yeah. Said that President Trump said uh, that there were good Nazis, good people yeah. on both sides. Never, yeah. Never said. You had to listen to the whole context of what President Trump said about that situation that's to understand. Right. That's right. And Actually, so you anyway. only had to listen to the sentence before and after. What well, that's they cut true. Out of the middle. That's yeah, true. That but was. to appreciate the whole context you would need to go back and listen to what he said go ahead next story all right uh duke university the student government association there has decided that it will not officially recognize a group called students supporting israel and it's the reason because they're they are putting out mean tweets this is the story they uh, uh a student at duke put out a tweet that said my school promotes settler colonialism and, well, the uh, president of this would-be Israel-supporting chapter said, it replied back, to Yana and others like her, please allow us to educate you on what settler, col- settler colonialism actually is and why Israel does not fall under the category whatsoever. These types of false narratives are what we strive to combat and condemn. Well, that was a mean tweet, according to the student government. They said that, the students supporting Israel singled out an individual student on their organization's social media account, and uh, they they're not supposed to do that. So, um, more anti-Semitism on our uh, university campuses. Not surprising, but uh, disappointing nonetheless. So the pro-Israel group responded to a criticism. Yes, and they are being taken to task by the president of the Student Government Association. You ought not to respond that way. You ought not to disagree with that tweet that was put out by that other individual. Correct. Right. That's what happened. Well, so so the pro-Israel group wasn't allowed to defend itself. It basically, well, yeah, the, this was a tweet uh, because the what this person, the first person, was tweeting in response to an article saying that this group was going to be given a charter. Mm-hmm. It was denied the charter after they responded to this yeah. uh, uh, false accusation. Yeah. Not, uh, not good. Hey, there's a there's a uh, conspiracy thing going around. We're, we're trying to figure out, uh, and I have the answer by the way. Um, if you watched yesterday, you saw President Biden and all the administration out in the White House lawn. They were signing this huge infrastructure bill, and uh, then uh, later in the day, uh, several people tweeted out a picture of President Biden at the desk signing it. But the presidential seal in the front of the desk is blurred out. Obviously, a, you know, a blur circle around it, not just out of focus on accident. It's purposefully blurred out, and we couldn't figure out why. You know, what's going on? Well, it turns out that it is against the law to use the presidential seal in anything that might be considered political advertising. Kamala Harris, used her, who was one of the people that tweeted out, used her personal account to put this out, and that was be considered campaigning. You can't use the presidential seal to campaign. I didn't know this. Oh, that's what. Um, that's strange. Yeah. Mm. So that's what's going the on. Story there. <clears throat> that just doesn't move me very much. <laughs> but go on to the next one. <laughs> huh? Hey, I wanted to. Should it? Huh? Should it? Well, I just... well, no. I just it was. If, if you've been watching social media, you might have come across this. It's just 
if people are wondering why i'm solving the mystery for them so they oh steve i'm not saying you've chosen an unimportant story <laughs> it I'm is just saying you know we all have our preferences uh, about right. what gets us gets our attention and that one doesn't get mine well how about this okay boy um we had a real life redo of the uh uh, the what was that the group the comedy group that did who's on first uh, Abbott and Costello Abbott and Costello listen to this 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 happened on Laura Ingram uh, last night she was uh, uh, it wasn't last night it was a couple nights ago was it a couple nights yeah. ago she was interviewing Raymond Arroyo on her show and uh, keep in mind when you listen to this there was a show on Netflix called You Y O U You and he's talking about this listen to cut twelve. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on You. What, 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 what was on me? What are you talking about? Ray, what, the, is Ray even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. What's on You? We never did a... <laughs> We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I, is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know what it, you're talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had, <laughs> Raymond, I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. Well, what's it called? You. What's you. It it's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We got to get it's out. It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. You know what? You know what? You know who's uh, – that was hilarious, by the way. And it was unscripted, obviously. But her producer or whoever's talking in her earpiece <laughs> yeah. should have said uh, it's a sh th there's a show called Y-O-U. Yes. That's what he's talking about. I don't know if they tried to say that or not. But, but the fact that that was, that was just a natural that, – the, and that Laura Ingram kept going with it. It just that was, never that's, stopped. That's, uh, and uh, she, she's a very bright lady. Oh, yeah. Very sharp lady. She said, is this a joke? She missed that one. Yeah. Well, also, you would have think that the two of them would have talked <laughs> prior to the show about this, about what are you going to bring up? Uh, that's, he he, he shouldn't have just stopped. It was an said, offhand comment. Yeah. He should have just said, yeah. Laura, Laura. Right. I'm not talking about you, Laura Ingram. Right. I'm, I'm talking, talking about, a, about a show yes, yes. called Y O U, you. <laughs> right. But she just that went right by yeah, her. That it was did. that was funny. All right. All right. We, we Last got thing, one, one I minute. wanted I wanted to bring you some common sense from a liberal. We've been uh, playing a little bit from Bill Maher, who has been actually fairly reasonable on uh what's going on in the country. He thinks that free speech is probably a good idea, even though he is very liberal. He takes on this whole term about being phobic. If you're like, you're, you're uh, uh, homophobic or transphobic, listen to what he says in Cut 9. I was speaking recently about phobia. That, that's a, there's a word that's traveled quite a bit from its original meaning. A lot of mission creep on that word, phobia. It's become really just a way people a word they use to say, I don't like something. That's right. It's not a Pho fear. Phobia means an irrational fear. Mm -hmm. You know, spiders, arachnophobia. Now we're talking about children. This is new. So don't put it into this category of this is settled science. We've been, we, we, anything that deviates from the one true opinion on this means you're uh, some horrible bigot and transphobic. That's not what's going on here. It's just like, can we take a breath? Maybe we are going too far with the children part of this. You know, kids should not be really making 
decisions about their gender. I mean, Mario Lopez was almost canceled. Uh, what, he, what he's talking about there is the uh, the accusations of transphobia right. against anybody who doesn't want even children taught about this. Or who believes schools. that they're, yeah. yeah. Well, good for Bill Maher there. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Fred, thanks. You bet. Steve. My pleasure. Our thanks to Brent uh, for producing the show and Chris for his earlier contributions. And Alex, we'll see you next time, everybody.